This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk, Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM. It's me, Matty J, in studio with Adrian DiGiorgio, in the studio two with Alum uh, and Tyrone, and online with the the lovely Mr. David Prince and the lovely as well Mr. Edward Bunting. How are we guys? I was waiting to see what you said there because yeah, you yeah, yeah. David Prince and Ed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the Bunting. And the Bunting. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, how are we, gentlemen? What's happening? Uh, tonight is the uh, the final part to our three part questionnaire from our viewers of uh, you know their questions to to us that we're that we're answering. So we're going to finish them off today. But let's awesome. get into some car updates and some updates with with yourselves. Let's start off with uh, with you, Adrian. What's happening in your world? Anything new? Nah, nah, same old. Still got the disco there. I saw it today for the first time. Yeah, I was going to say you actually decided to come down. I was, I was happy. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, but yeah, no, it, it drives. That's the main thing. So, has it been reliable since you've owned it? Yeah, which is actually one of the more reliable vehicles I've had, which is surprising. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Maybe yeah, you're saying something, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's terrible though because of where I work. I now have um, access to a lot of parts. And I started buying parts before I knew I was going to work at this place. <laughs> and now I can buy the same parts, but better quality. Yeah. So I'm doubling down. So Adrian's employer loves them because, you know, all this paycheck goes straight back into parts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to say no I to that. Kind. He's, he's doing, um, he's doing uh, God's work for ARB. Uh, yep, love, that's why I'm there. Uh, but very, very good. We'll have to, um, and the M3 diff still waiting on repairs. That uh, can just that stays there. Back burner. It's 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 a nice yard ornament, <laughs> as it was what, three years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just sitting there. I've got to fix it. I, I haven't got around to it yet. We'll move on to Alum updates with you. I saw you got the STI out there. Yes, I have. Um... Good man, Tyrone wanted to see it. I don't think he's seen it the entire what nearly three years I've owned it at this point. <laughs> so um, you know, I don't bring it out that often. The yeah, Tyrone made the request, and I had to honour it. And it was just yeah, I, the last few days as well, I took it for a drive before, got some fresh petrol. You know, took it for a nice ride. It's nice to get something with some power and you know, good handling once in a while because you know the the MX Five is nice, but it's a bit weak, and the D Max is just a big boat. So, yeah, having having something nicely powerful, nicely talky was was quite nice. You've been staying away from those Oporto drive-throughs, I hope. I have, but and you know, I got myself into a bumper to bumper traffic situation on the Hume Freeway on the way here, and that was nerve wracking because the guy behind me was in a um, smashed up Falcon, so he clearly didn't care, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wasn't looking forward to getting rear-ended. So, um, yeah, it was one of my kind of big fears. I'm always just like standing behind me half the time in stop-start traffic just to make sure. The person from behind me doesn't come in now. Give me a bit of a crunch. 
How many Ks have you done in the WRX now? Uh, it's nearly at 14,000. Which is rather funny because the DMAX, which is much, much newer, is also getting close to 14,000. I think it's, <laughs> it just clocked over 13,000 yesterday. <laughs> wow. Uh, very good. Well, 13,000 in three years, that's pretty, uh, not a lot of Ks. No, not a lot, definitely. Um, and, you know, I, I don't mind that I have low Ks, but I do want to have some Ks, obviously. I don't want just sitting there. Yeah, that's just that's not good for them. Yeah. Um, unless I technically car related news, I have been uploading some uh, car talk videos to the YouTube channel. We're at I think fifty four episodes now, and uh, we have a new intro and new outro as well for the the freshest videos. So uh, if anyone wants to have more of a visual experience, even though it's just a big old thumbnail for most of the show. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people just like to throw things on YouTube when they're you know, wandering around. So you can find us on YouTube as well now, actively. There you go. We're, we're on. Good. It's official. I just have about three hundred and fifty something episodes to upload. <laughs> 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 it, it, it'll 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 get there. It'll get there. Uh, Tyrone, updates with you? Not much actually. Just uh, just the same old. I think just little cosmetic stuff. Um, actually, just before I got here, I went and picked up a um, bonnet, bonnet protector. Got one pretty cheap, fifty bucks. It was. Well, he wanted eighty for it. I told him fifty, and he wanted sixty. I said no, fifty. <laughs> and he said, if you come get it, if you come get it tonight, I'll, I'll uh, you can have for fifty. I'm like, yeah, why not? So it was in the packet, hasn't been used. Oh right. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not the clear ones, the tinted ones. So yeah. In the back of the car currently, um, and um, yeah, I think that's uh, that was about it. You're Not thinking much. about an exhaust, right? Yeah, Tyrone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in the in the making. In the that's making. In the making. <laughs> uh, in the making. Um, it's in there. So um, I'll probably take it to the guy that I got the Mustang <clears throat> exhaust done from. So I'll just take it to him. Um, not the full thing. I'm not going to do the full thing uh, currently. So there could be. A turbo in the making as well, so um, I, don't do, I don't want to do the full exhaust, and I got to do it again. Tell you what, I'll sell you a gassy motor. So, so yeah, you got a P plate spec, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna live my uh, live my P plate years. You know? What rims? Yeah, it's uh, at the moment seventeen. Okay, we gotta get some dark arches. Yeah. Yeah. Replicas, of course. Yeah. Right there. Simmons, Simmons. Wheels are wheels are there. Okay, I don't really, I don't really care much about them. Um, but yeah, and we're gonna do an illegal tent. Um, you know, like fifteen percent or something. <laughs> and Steely's on the rear. Don't remember that. Oh yeah, don't forget that. And I remember there used to be a guy when I was when I was to drop the tracks. He had this darkest tin ever and he had, a, he had a massive roll so he bought a full roll of it yeah? and he had a massive roll of it in there so every time he get pulled over he just rip off the tin and then after that after a couple of days put it he'll just tuck another one back on there <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he gets pulled over again and just rip it off that's what he kept doing the whole time <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. nah it's just it's already got tin on it yeah but he, like I said he didn't really sleep a days so you have to get pulled over and defected otherwise <laughs> you can have a pee plate time <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it's not official people at a people at a spec yeah. time. No, that that was that was it. No, nothing really too exciting. Very. We actually got to do a few things um, lined up in the in there, so just got to find time. Sounds good. We'll have to make that happen. Are we also joined by the one and only Scotty Doe? How are you, Scott? 
Oh, yeah, I'm doing okay. How's uh, everyone else? Good, man. We're off to car updates. What's your updates happening? Not much of a car update this weekend. Went away for my birthday on Saturday. Happy, Happy birthday. Thank you. How old are you? 36. 36. Big boy, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm a big boy. <laughs> um, and we went up to... Um, where was that? You went? Dalesford. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some Minsfield stuck in my head, <laughs> and um, had a nice time, nice weekend away up there, and showed you some photos of the places that I went to. Did you cause that earthquake the other day? Uh, I it on couldn't, Sunday. Couldn't have been me if I didn't wake up from it. <laughs> uh, I reckon no. it was Tyrone in the Falcon. <laughs> dropped a set. <laughs> was yeah, it did. Luca firing up that barra. Yeah, he's his nuts car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Luke, he's decided not to sell his uh, CCC3. He's going to hang on to it because he because he actually. Oh, really, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. How much is the one for it? Oh, well, we, we'll, we'll sale, yeah, it was not for sale. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, it's, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's uh he's like, oh, it's it's a bit more civil than the F6. I'm like, yeah, just just a little bit. Um, so nah, I would I would still run the F6. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, the earthquake, Scotty. The earthquake yeah, from from your end of town. Did you did you like um uh, like drop a tool on the thirty one and then it went? <laughs> yeah, it was me just swearing away at something that's not working. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons when when Homer like was he stubs his toe or something and you see and all of the birds and doves just fly away and everything just it just, it just goes off. <laughs> uh, even Dead Flat is like, oh geez. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, very good, Scotty. Very good. Uh, Mr. David Prince. Uh, I picked up the Strove the City uh, on Sunday. Picked that up from where it's been sitting, um, having some work done on it. So it's got a new timing belt. It's got a new um, ham seal. And it's got all new fluids, new transmission fluid, all that sort of thing. And drives very sweetly. I've just got a sort. There's a couple of you know, plasticky little vibration rattles which annoy me. So just got to sort those out. Um, and just something about the audio managed day, because mm. the radio in it's appalling or it doesn't really work at all. So, But you do have that beautiful, what is it, 1121 11, CCs of fury, you know, mm. revving away that you get to listen to. So, Well, you know, Mr. Mr. Prince, if you, if you do want a, a new stereo put in, I, I know a guy. Uh, uh, so I've heard. So I've heard. <laughs> Brilliant. We'll More talk. than happy to help. More than happy to help. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, and also um, picked up the Carby for the 1500 Civic, which was uh, a guy in the club offered to rebuild for me while I was away, which was ready when I returned. So that was brilliant. So That's I've great. just got to go and pick up some vacuum, new vacuum lines. He recommends just replacing all the vacuum lines while it's off sort of thing, just to be sure. Um, so when I get a chance, uh, the next couple of weekends on, Fill around with that and get that up and running again. So, um, and then the um, the Woody Wagon will be on the road again. So that'll be awesome. Cool. You got to take that to the next Cars and Coffee because it, it, it it's such a cool cool car. Uh, I think it I think it would uh, yeah I think it would be uh, well received. It'd be fun to take it there. Absolutely, it turn a lot of heads. That's for sure. <laughs> and in the in the words of the kids, say breaknecks is what it is what it will do. Uh, <laughs> Edward Bunting. Hello. When when is the next cars and coffee? We only we only just had one, didn't we? So the next um, 
Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah, there was one about a month ago, I think, yeah. In July, maybe. What have I been doing? I... Nothing. Mm, yeah, car-wise, you're kind of right, Tyrone. It's kind of nothing. Um, I did drive the Moke on Saturday because I wanted to tighten this bolt and I didn't have the right socket with the bendy bit on it and my friend Alex had that. So I thought I'll just drive it to his house because <laughs> um, now I fixed the alternator in it the other week. So I enjoyed that. It was freezing. I had my beanie on, but my God, it was fun. I loved it. So <laughs> we tightened the bolt. Top down, oh, absolutely. And then, um, I mean, top, top top down in that car is kind of the same thing. Really. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like top up, you're all snug like the MX-5. The MX-5 is a bit refined for me, I've decided. I, the, the poke is really where I'm at. Tom, so, Tom, yeah, move it on. Uh, what else, what else, what else? The Lance has been assessed for roadie. It needs, uh, as well as all the stuff I did initially, it needs, what was it? Um those caster bushes or something. So they're doing that. Uh, this week that's underway as we speak. What else have I done? I went to Campwell Market on Sunday morning and bought a couple of little model cars. And I also inherited some model cars from David Prince from his recent trip, which mm. was very nice. Now I've now got three Tarago Hot Wheel models. Brown, <laughs> or the beigey one, the blue one, sorry, the silver one, and the Moroni one. Ooh. I think that's all the colours they do. I don't know if they do anything. I anymore. think so. I yeah. think so. We've got the full set of those. Um, other than that, car-wise, no, nothing. Oh, I'm driving. I drove the 300 coupe for about a week. I've and that's got squeaky brakes, which have annoyed me for a while. It's not that they're worn out; they're just the backs are really squeaky. I need to get something done about them. Just, just um, take the pad, take the pads off. Put a bit of copper grease behind it and pop back on, and I should, I should sort you out. Around and help me do that. Sure. Just take the back calipers off and just, you only need fronts. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm thinking about it, I thought you were saying put the copper grease on the um, <laughs> the actual the surface. On the surface <laughs> and see how well you stop then. Yeah. Sometimes you need a little lubrication and you stop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's- I, I, had a customer, I had a customer that came into work once and um, he had this Mazda 626 and, and the front brakes were just, were just squealing. He's like, I've replaced the caliper. I've done. You know, I've, he's changed everything. He's like, I've had enough. I'm selling the car, and I and I'm <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, but over, over brakes. Like I'm like the car's fine. He's like, you just keep squeaking. Anyway, and then um, he's like, he's like, uh, and then a customer in the same in the store is like, like, oh, you know, just put WD forty all over it. I'm, I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> that's, that's a that's a that's a quick way to uh, to meet your maker. So don't do that, please. Anyway, uh, he proceeded to to be unsure and just walked out of the store um so i next thing you're just... pulling out of the parking lot just bam yeah <laughs> well i mean i have seen ghosts in accidents in, the, in that in that car park a guy in an el falcon reversed into a into a, a r129 sl a really nice one one two um well they kind of like backed into each other it was kind of like a back into about each other kind of thing and um, and they kind of just looked at each other and just did that, like hands up in the air. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess you're both, you're both kind of at full here. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's that. So yeah, all done with your cars, Mr. Um, Mr. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything else exciting. It's all just a bit done. Back in the diesel now, the brakes don't squeak in the little Merc diesel. So I'll drive that for a bit. I've got to go to a winery on Saturday. So Tarago is being um, requested to take eight people. So that'll come in handy. So, you know, I'm really just musical cars at the moment, but nothing too exciting. 
What like about Matthew? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, on mine, the Fiesta is going in for its first service on Friday. It's a year to the day since I picked it up. Uh, oh, so, wow. <laughs> so I thought that was that was pretty cool. Um, so it's got, uh, the, I've got to be there at about seven o'clock and they'll give me a loan car and I'll go to work and pick it up after work. Um, so, so it's first and it hasn't even done like the, the, the early amount of Ks yet. So I'm still, um, what has, what has it done that car? 4,000. Um, Four. What, what's the first service to you? There's, there's more than Alum's car that has done in three years. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, either 7,500 or 15,000. Um, or 12 months. So, so it's the, the recommended is 15, but they say that they put in the, in the book, a 75, like a halfway point just for an all change. Um, so it's good. Uh, and, I'm like, and even the, even the dealer was like to me, he's like, he's like, yeah, just change your all every 75. He's like, the 15 is a bit, a bit of a joke. So just, just, just do it at that. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Um, mm-hmm. so, so that's going in then XR8, uh, I'm going to take it out. Mom's like, can you just take out the XR8? So I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll take that out. So I'll take, I'll drive that for the rest of the week. Um, give that a, give that a good run because I drove the MR2 last week. Um, and I ordered something from the UK, uh, which is arri- arrived today actually. That's why I've, it's it's from the the Royal Mail, um, uh, commemorating the Fiesta ST. Uh, so Ooh. basically, a kind of like a collector's edition saying the the end of the end of the Fiesta. Uh, it tells you all all about like the history behind them and 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 yeah the story of how of how they kind of came to be, as well as the sporting fiestas from from day one to to now. So very nice. Uh, a bit of bit of reading um, for for me. They're both collector editions of their of their of their little ones. So I thought I'd get them and have a bit of a read uh, when I when I actually don't have things to do, which is not not often. Um, so yeah, I'll be having a having a gander. But I think that's it in terms of um, car updates for me. Getting on to now uh, the topics for tonight, which is which is the final uh, of this three-part series uh, of our first round of uh, of viewer uh, and listener questions. Um, so the first this first one is from Lachlan Gilbert. He's asked, "What road did you take that shouldn't have been able to go on, uh, but you did anyway, and what was the result?" So where did you take uh what road did you did you go on that you shouldn't have went on but you did anyway and then how did you go did you survive did you get eaten by a bear um what ha- what happened from there are you still in the bear so well, if you're eaten by a bear are you still in the no bear? I, I clawed my way out that, that, that's 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 the that's the that's the that's the, the great question um who'd like to start with a story that they shouldn't have been uh they shouldn't have went on I think me and Alan can can talk about today picking Hume Highway the Hume Freeway <laughs> yeah. It was banked up from bloody, <laughs> what was it, from Cooper Maybe, Street. Yeah, basically Cooper yeah, Street. Cooper you Street know, all the way to the, basically the exchange of the Ring Road and um, Hume Freeway. The only other time I've seen like that, there was a cow on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> was that in the old country, Alan, or here? No, it was here. Oh, okay. There's a cow just chilling in the middle of the little grassy area. Um, <laughs> on Hume Freeway. I don't know how I got there, but the cow was, you know, pretty happy. Uh, I got one. Oh, yeah, I, I've talked about this before, but yeah, the road was Melbourne to Perth initially and then Perth to Darwin um, in that Honda City that I did the uh, the shitbox rally in years ago. And um, the Gibb River Road is particularly one worthy of mention because that's you know, notoriously rough four-wheel drive dirt track, you know, through the top of Kimberley and up around there. 
Um, and yeah, and we did that in the Honda City when we didn't blow a tire or have any issues. We just had to avoid the bigger boulders and um, do river crossings and you know whatnot. But it it worked. It all worked, and we got to Darwin eight thousand k's later. So that was pretty much the whole thing was a, a roads you wouldn't normally take a Honda City on, but it did so well. It just proves that you can do it if you're a bit smart about what you take, maybe <laughs> you don't need the hundred thousand dollar land cruiser to do all of that. Speaking of the new land cruiser, they're having issues. Yeah, they? What's wrong with them? Uh, the, the hot V cause they've got a hot V now they're running like a BMW hot V system, you know, with the turbos up top, which is, okay. just, which is just asking for trouble. Like uh, just, 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 yeah. coo- just cooking everything. Um, and they're, they're using a lot of oil. They're burning oil. And um, yeah, not yeah. ideal. There's cars. How much more difficult would that be to work on? There's cars that haven't even 10,000Ks that come into work to get upgrades. And they've said, like, they've had to go back to the dealership because there's been no oil in the wow. car. Wow, that's shocking. That's horrible. Wow, oh. I don't expect that from a Volkswagen product. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's nuts, the, those cars. Like, you think that bringing out the 300 after, you know, how good they were with the 200. The, the V8 was indestructible in that. Yeah, yeah. They, they've, they've destroyed the reputation with this. Uh, I've had people come into work with the 300 and they've gone, I don't know why I'm doing this, but um, I, I need to upgrade. Uh, I need to, <laughs> yeah, basically put a lift in the car so I can start towing. And we're like, why? And, and he's like, they're just not a great car. Mm-hmm. Like, the one one guy was saying that with the engine alone, uh, when they when he was towing, the engine's screaming, the turbos are going off then like off the nuts, and the transmission is sifting between you know, it's going between tenth, ninth, and eighth gear, and it just keeps going like fluctuating between them because it doesn't know what it's doing towing. Mm. Wow, that's a worry. <clears throat> Toyota have got to be really careful. I mean, this this has happened previously when they when we started getting um oh I can't, I'm not good with the codes as you know. But mid two thousands they started bringing in Corollas from Africa, mm-hmm. um, the South Australian assembled ones. Uh, sorry, South African assembled ones, not the South Australian ones, um, which came with the Euro spec brakes and and that sort of thing. So um, they had so much trouble with um, heater cores going on them and and brake you know, rotors and, and pads needing doing it, the 40,000K service, you know. Mm. They've had rusted on Corolla buyers who had bought sort of seven and eight in a row sort of thing, saying, I've never had to put discs and pads on my car. What What is going on, you know? And it, it's such a public relations nightmare to take something that's so proven and so, you know, mm. beloved like a, a Corolla or a Cruiser and, and, and mess with the formula. It's horrifying, really. I just, I just don't get why, I just don't get why companies like they should real, they should listen to mistakes that other companies are like BMW's V8 are known to be horrendous because of the hot V design. They, they, you know, the the overheating and they and they just cook yep. everything, cook all the hoses and everything. Horrendous. Yep. Like, like they they they're generally known to do do not buy a hot V powered. Um, BMW anything. Mercedes is doing the same, and yeah, people are like yeah, probably not. Um. And Toyota is just said, "Oh, let's just do that as well." Uh, and it's it's probably due to packaging and all this sort of stuff, but it, it's utterly, utterly ridiculous. Like, um, I mean, you, you think, you think, uh, what's it called? VW would learn from Honda's mistake about the about the you know the, the touch sensitive buttons on cars. They're mm. doing it, and they've been crucified for it. Um, mm. And I'm just like, you know, it's sometimes it's best just 
keep it simple, stupid, if you know what I mean? Like, and so you know it works and you won't have yep. a PA disaster, which is about to ensue for Toyota. Yes. I thought those when the V8 um, uh, diesel cruisers came out, I thought they did have some sort of an issue with those motors. I know it's not like now, but... I seen injectors uh, at the start. Yeah, the, the early ones was injector issues. But they sorted that out. But like, yeah, yeah, for everything, they... Yeah, I just remember there was something about those V8s that wasn't... No, but those engines... They're a tank. Oh, yeah, you, you can't destroy them unless you're running... I think... What was it to destroy one? I think it was running 150 pounds of boost. Oh, really? Then it was just like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I don't want to work. <laughs> Yeah, like so, they're, they're indestructible. Um, but anyway, getting back on to topic about the uh, craziest road that you've been on that that, yeah. that you've been on in terms of in terms of uh, adventures. Um, so Ed's taken a city where no city should have been should, should have went. What about the you, country? Andrew? City to the country. Yes. Yeah, so. so, I may or may not have taken an M3 off road <laughs> that has <laughs> airbags in it. And you complain about ride quality. <laughs> yeah, all I did is I, like I rocked up to the road, jacked it all the way up, and went, "Oh yeah, she'll be right." And, um, <laughs> she'll be right. Yeah, kind of went off roading in the M3 before I actually had um, the the disco. Oh geez, he he's not kidding. He's showing he's showing me some like yeah, that is like full on mud. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, he's taking this thing proper off roading. <laughs> Even though it's jacked up all the way, it's still laying frame at this point. Oh, no, so. I, I had to put it down. <laughs> <in the> photo. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was, it was proper off-road. What else is there? Uh, oh, a road in Mexico um, may or may not have gone um, and hit that 200 kilometer uh, uh, yeah. in a Magna. <laughs> right. That wouldn't surprise Maybe it would be pretty easy to, 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 achieve that, to achieve those numbers. Yeah, but it was not on a freeway. It was on a sketchy country road, and it was raining. Yeah, that's probably not the, probably not the smartest idea. Probably not the smartest idea at all, Adrian. <laughs> so we don't condone that, Adrian. No, 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 definitely do not. Even in Mexico. Even in Mexico. Well, from recent experience, I can tell you, if you happen to be on the island of Skye, off the west coast of Scotland, and you think, oh, that could be fun, let's go go to the only, the last hand-operated um, car ferry in the world. Uh, which is at the end of this road. Uh, that'll be fun, sure. Um, so the ro- the road was it was about twenty five. It was about ten miles. I think it took us about forty minutes because it was basically you know you traverse the whole road at about thirty forty kilometers an hour. Um, then you stop for the the Highland cows that are in the way, um, and then you <laughs> stop for the sheep that are in the way, uh, and then you stop and reverse because. There's a tractor coming towards you that's four times the size of your car, so you, then you've got to reverse back to the. Um, and because not much traffic uses it aside from Highland cows and sheep, um, they don't bother with things like you know um, railings. So you're staring down this probably 200 meter drop across the, oh, the wow. other side of the car, and the, this little narrow little skinny bit of road snakes around the curve of the mountain, and then you end up back down at water level to this hand, um, hand-operated turntable ferry. Um, so that nearly ended in tears, uh, but thankfully it didn't. So I'm here to tell you about it. Um, but, yeah, Power Talk top tip, if you happen to be on the island of Sky, don't take the uh, <laughs> road to the hand-operated um, turntable car ferry. 
It's probably, probably not going to have a good time. There's a perfectly good bridge, and it's there for a reason. I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> I could just foresee there's like there's a bridge like you know, not even a hundred meters away. In the distance, you can see you're it. You're just like, yeah. In hindsight, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we would got over the bridge. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. conventional, you know. Like, yeah, let's have a story. Let's up a bit. Exactly. You know? If David didn't take the risk, <laughs> we have the story right now. That's know? right. Exactly right. Exactly right. We do appreciate that you made it back in one piece, though, David. Oh, thank, thank you, Alan. <laughs> so do he, I. He, he's mildly, he, he may be slowly got a little bit greyer after that experience. <laughs> Can't get much uh, more grey. <laughs> <laughs> any, any other crackers, guys, that you got? I'd say I've been usually pretty safe with my, um, like, I guess, Choices. risk assessment. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like there's been plenty of old country driving where you're just driving the wrong side of the road because everyone's driving the wrong side of the road. Road is road. Sometimes it's road. And <laughs> sometimes a, a dining area for like a little street side vendor is road. But that's, you know, just general country shenanigans. Actually, I did that in Bali. Actually, I did that in Bali. So when, when, when uh, I went to that's Bali, like <laughs> went to Bali earlier this year, um, uh, probably about, we had about four or five days left and, uh, we just jumped on, got a hired a scooter and jumped onto a scooter and started, uh, yeah, started just riding around everywhere. And then, sorry, what could go wrong with that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And then there was just line, there was a, I don't know, something was happening, just traffic was banked up all the way, you know. And I was trying to obviously get cut in and out of cars with the scooter, you know, just get, obviously get, get, get where I wanted to get. But then, at one point, I like, stuff it. I just jumped on the footpath and started riding down the footpath. <laughs> <laughs> just riding down the footpath. And, yeah, was just... and then after I looked back, and there was like a whole lot of bikes just behind me, just doing the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All things one person. <laughs> but, so uh, technically, not a road story as much as a footpath story. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, as Alan said, road is road. Uh, footpath is road. Well, I can, I can, I can add to that. Um, recently, uh, what's called tire room because I in the scamp when I was getting the, when I was getting my tires done, there was like a big footpath around the corner, and because like, he's like, I'll oh, just just take it just 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 round, and and it was it was about hundred meters, and and the traffic was cooked, so I was like, well, it can't fit on. It was thinner than the footpath, so I just drove it down the footpath for hundred meters, because <laughs> it, it, it fit. And I just drove it back. Uh, like, yeah, this works. Um, and I, I had people looking at me like, what the hell is this guy doing? Just new, like just, just going on the, on the footpath. <laughs> What kind of tires did you put on that car? I put on some Nankang somethings. I, I can't remember the the, the, the spec, but they're, they're oh, car tires. One forty five tens, probably. Yeah, they're they're not the uh, they're not the truck the equivalent. Oh, they are, not the light truck ones. Got the Michelin Pilot Sport fives. Fives, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Believe me, I full out horsepower. I'm going to need them. Um, There's not enough room on the tire to write the name around here. So. <laughs> Arrow. Yeah, he's yeah. going to shave it off, and it's going to say, um, "Yeah, Michelin Olympic, like, like the Porsches have." <laughs> Pilot Supersport Forces. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So when you I, become I, more familiar with um, scamping, Maddie, you will uh, understand. You, you'll realize that you, when you see bits of. You know, walking paths with those sort of um, chicanes at the start, you know, so cars can't, can't yeah. go down them. You automatically look at them and you think, you know, I reckon I could get through. I could get, I could, <laughs> I could get through. Yeah, there. I think that all the time. I, I actually think, like, after driving this car, I think it's, I think it's the solution. I really do. 
Like I, hello, I think it, hello, what I've been saying. Uh, you've been saying this for for years, for years, Mr. Prince. But I, <laughs> but I believe this car is is the solution. Like I, it's it's it fits anywhere, easy to park. It legit takes no space in the world. It's the perfect city car. I don't know why in the city people drive big SUVs and stuff for one person when you can use a scamp and they work. Um, so I'm on board. Um, so yeah, that that's uh, that that that's for me. Um, I don't like. That's the story about my about my dad. Um, not not the territory in the sense that I've told that one a few times, but but this one was uh, uh, in an area local to me. Um, we got a bit lost, and my dad seems to get a bit lost around around driving occasionally. Um, and this was when we had the Camry, and and I was in the front seat of the Camry, and my sister and brother in the back, and I think we had my brother's friend in the back, and and we're picking up my brother's bike from getting repaired, like his little his little push bike. We had that in the boot. And um, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get onto the freeway to to come to come back to to our area where we were living. And he's like, oh, hey, this this looks like an on ramp. It was an off ramp. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and when he turned, I'm like, that. wrong way, go back. He's like, that's a silly sign. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was it was that point. I'm like, I'm like, dad, because I read this. I'm like, dad, this is not this is not this is this is the wrong. This is an off ramp. This is not an on ramp. He's like, oh crap. And he's, he's so he just planted his foot even more. And he's just, <laughs> Anyway, and then he stops at the corner and turns. He's like, "Make sure there's no one coming." Lucky there was no oncoming traffic. We, 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 we were, as you, you would say, as Edward kissed on a you know what at that point. Yeah. Turned left, yeah. and then uh, and then drove a million miles an hour down the freeway. And then I thought I was going to die, but um, that's uh, that that was that was a time that we, we took a Camry down an off ramp instead of an on ramp. Um, but we got onto the freeway at least, so so that was that was that was kind of nice. <laughs> Um, so it, it was, it was kind of like he, he committed and I'm like, dad, you can, you can like stop, stop. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm ready here. And just, and just, and just, and just went. Um, safe to say I was very, very terrified. Um, uh, but anyway, that's a, that's another, it's another cracking story of, of, uh, of when my dad's taking a car. Um, so, uh, any other ones, gentlemen, before you get to the next question? I've had, um, Siri now and again, redirect us on some different roads. Yeah. Uh, that have actually turned out pretty fun. There was one <laughs> a few years ago. Um, we're heading back from Bendigo and we thought we'd just swing by and have a look at um, Lake Epilock. Mm-hmm. But it took me in a weird way. I'm like, oh, what is this road? Like I know roughly where Lake Epilock was meant to be, but there's no way to get in there. So I didn't know what it was doing. <clears throat> then eventually we just changed it to go home and took us down this weird road. I mean, I'm from bendigo and that and so you know i've been backwards and forwards quite a few times and never in my life have i seen or been on this road ever i don't know where it was <laughs> i'm amazed it took us back to sunbury I, I don't know how but it was so small and narrow and dodging potholes and it was insane there, there was a there was another one where i took the the subaru up uh, Donnybrook up that way. I was coming. I think I was coming back. Old Sydney Road. It did it to me twice, actually. Wait, it was wait, coming you, back. you said Old Sydney Road. Yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> old Sydney Road. <laughs> Everyone's had that. that they like, road. I made a mistake <laughs> in the road. Yeah. <laughs> wait, sorry. It's um one of the roads. One of the main roads that takes you straight up to to the golf course that I was heading to was closed so it was taking me a detour so i'm going along all right okay i'm you know i'm listening to it and it's all road then all of a sudden it just turns into this dirt road old sydney road (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is this? And there's like some nature park where you can go for a walk off the side. And I'm hammering along and there's like massive puddles everywhere because it's been raining and recently. And just thumping along in this dirt road. I'm like, what the hell? I was on it for ages before it finally finished and took me back onto a road that I kind of recognized again. Um, the second time when it did it, I was like, oh, bloody hell again. Yeah. But this time I'm hammering along <laughs> and catching up to other four-wheel drives. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing when you go so slow? You're in a four-wheel drive. I'm catching up to him in the Subaru. <laughs> I, I really, like, what are you doing on oh, a Subaru drive so fast? <laughs> I was stuck on that same road in the M3. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, dear God. So, again, what do I do? Jack it up. And I'm like, hey, look at me. I'm a four-wheel drive now. <laughs> See, dude. I did the classic, you know what? I'm I'm gonna swallow my pride, I'm gonna turn around. Because <laughs> no, you you know, do rather do the sunken cost fallacy of I've already gone, you know, so and so distance, it might get better. I'm like, you know what? I know how bad it is on the way back. I can tolerate that and I'll be better off on a road than back on the freeway. And that's what we did. And the Falcon's still like that. That's not fun. <laughs> I when I went to Kangaroo. It's sensible, Island, Adrian. It's sensible. I don't know what that word is. When I went to Kangaroo Island a few years ago in the Forester, um, we we went to see this lighthouse. I was just and it was virtually a lot of Kangaroo Island is dirt roads, so that, that that was fine. But then this one road in particular had like it was the the most judderiest road I've ever seen. It, it, I felt I felt oh I felt sick. Anyway, uh, Forester coilover suspension probably not ideal for those conditions. Uh, and it was like like I was all shaking and steps just like make it end, please make it end. Anyway. <laughs> Um, we, we get there to the lighthouse and I, I took, I took a lovely photo there, but by the way, by the way, with the cars, like, I was like, oh yes, this is, this is, I've driven a lot, a long distance for this photo. And I'm like, I wonder what happens if I go faster. Um, so, and, and it actually, it was, it smoothed out a little bit because I wasn't slowing down for every single little bump. So you just kind of like, instead of every, it was like, just, just like real, just nice. So, uh, fair to say we got back pretty quickly and, the car was just absolutely covered in mud and uh it was it took me a while to clean it um but um it shouldn't have <laughs> a car with, with like that shouldn't have been on that on that on that road but it was uh, it was a good time nonetheless <laughs> next question is from our good friend adam ward he asks mechanic stickers on your car after a service yay or nay do you like them on or do you like or do you uh, request them not to be put on or do you take them off um for a cleaner look what what is your take so, on so which stickers do you reckon he means like the service one on the top right hand corner of the windscreen oh i, I back that says such and such one on the back window yeah no. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. There's, uh, there's probably that one as well. The front one's more. The front one needs to be. It's, it's a necessity almost. Yeah. yeah. Because most people aren't on top of their game when it comes to car servicing. Yeah. That reminder does help quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we'll, we'll ask you for, for the wrist for the wrist when they when they when they slap one on your on your car and you're like, oh, that was on there before. Right? That's ten horsepower. Worth <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, if it gives you a discount, why not? Yeah. Well, I've never had asking. I think it's absolutely inexcusable. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, David Prince, elaborate. Uh, I had I had a car that had um, number plate frames on it from a, from the dealer I bought it from, um, which was one of my customers. So you know, it was a little bit of 
a bit of nod to the advertising and the like. Um, they ceased then to actually sell that brand of car, so it didn't. They weren't a dealer for that. Uh, but that, they're also the purveyor of very uh, exotic automobiles as well. So it still had their name on it. So I thought, oh, that's cool. I'll keep that. You know, that looks good. They were on it when I got the car and everything. Um, and then uh, I had a warranty issue. And I went to another dealership that wasn't my customer. Um, and picked the car up the next day, I noticed that it had their number plate frames on it. They had actually changed my number plate frames. Ooh. What did, did you say so? I certainly did. I rang them. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, so it was my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what's the problem? I said, well, the only problem is you stole my number plate frames. <laughs> I said, oh, I'd like them back. Thank you. Um, oh, 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 well, well, we just we just didn't think you you know mind if we put them on. You know, it's a bit of advertising for us. I said it was actually advertising for my customer. Yeah. Uh, you're not my customer. You know, that's, that's not nothing over. But you know, I ended up being passed around about three or four. Um, I, I know exactly what happened. They would have been smashed and chucked in a rubbish bin by the mechanic that did it. And um, yeah, they'd be out in the skip the next day and never seen again. But yeah, that I was really ticked off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really poor. Very annoying because, you know, you and I and a couple of other people on this podcast do like original keyrings, original stickers, original yep. number plate frames. Like, yep. You know, it's it makes the car cool. If it's got its original frames on it from 1980-whatever now, that's very cool. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And I have to say. Yeah, that would really annoy me. I have to say, Ed, I'm starting to agree mm. with you. After having this disco, jeez. No. Like just, I got. What's I, the disco I, got? A, has it got Kello Faulkner frames on it or something? No, I, I, at, at home I've got sitting there the original keychain from when the car was bought. That's cool. Nice. So I'm just like, oh, it's just, yeah, it's just it's just the nostalgia of it. Seeing where that's it was right. Bought, that's right. Actually, Absolutely. if I remember correctly, this was actually bought in Essendon. There you oh, go. Andrew, I don't know where it was from. I can't remember, but in the books. It was saying it was bought from, I think it was Essendon or Coburg. I can't remember which one it was. Then it was uh, the person who owned it was in Craigieburn. It went to Sunshine, and now it's back in Craigieburn. Yeah, there you go. Well, actually, can I just, can I just add to that? I had I had a doctor's appointment after work today, and um, and I, you know, with your doctor, like they're checking. For, well, you, I've got some medical issues. Yeah, not that that issue, uh, Mister. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit young for that. Did you, you know. Adrian, I missed that. What were you doing? I think you haven't had the prostate exam. Oh, it's a full body cavity <laughs> surgery. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> that happened at the police station, Ed. I think this was more of a you know an exam, <laughs> medical exam. Love it. Anyway, when can you um, check mine, Alum? Yeah. I mean, if we're not bulk billing, it could be today. But if we're bulk billing, it's <laughs> fine. Uh, well, anyway, we had some small talk, and she was she was she was like, "Oh, you know, oh, she, yeah, she, yeah." Oh, uh, <laughs> she's asking. She was asking me. Um, we were just just talking. She was like, "Oh, you know, I'm looking at a new car. Um, uh, you know, and yeah, you know, and uh, I'm, like, I'm like, oh yeah, like uh, I'm like, oh, I like cars. I can I can help you with that. Oh, and, oh, anyway." So is it so what, what, you're just trying to talking? relax you, Maddie. You know, just trying yeah. to actually searching for nodules on your prostate. You're like, you're not gonna find a car in there, lady. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know, I'm just gonna stop saying anything that happens to me from now on. And just like you haven't learned yet. I still haven't learned after all these years. Anyway, anyway. she's she, not the kind of nugget she was looking for. No, no. <laughs> anyway. oh, I'll stop, I'll stop. Edward's, Edward's dying at the back there. 
Uh, Adrian's just, just, you can't believe what he's saying. Anyway, um, so she was telling me about her, like her husband likes cars and, and, um, and they, they, they sold a really cool car. They had a HSV club sport wagon, uh, which, which was, which is quite a rare thing. Um, and oh, VE wagon, which they sold because then she bought uh, X4, which she still has. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know. I know. Anyway, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of, I kind of want something different. She's, she's like, what do you think of Range Rovers? And I just looked at her and I'm like, please don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, just, I'm like, if you value, um, uh, if you actually want to get to where you're going, going yeah. Yeah, and which is funny because like today on my way to work, and this is I swear that you know, hand on my heart this happened. I'm I'm passing this Range Rover on the side of the ring road, uh, on the, on its side, like on its like yeah, the suspension's like collapsed on one side, and the yeah. people the people yeah, are getting out, and I'm like, yep, that's about right, and I'm just driving straight past it. And I'm like, yep, that's that's about right, and she's like, oh, she's like, oh, they look so nice though. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, they look good, and they, they look good from afar. Yep. And they and they smell nice with the leather and everything and then they and they you know they they're really nicely appointed and everything but I'm I'm just like I'm like I'm like if you'd rather walk for most of your time or spend most of the time with the car in the garage um <laughs> please please don't um and she's like okay well what would you recommend for that budget I'm like well what's your Havala. budget Havala. um anyway it'd be more reliable um the Havala H6 is one of the most reliable cars out there at the moment it's a great thing and being the fact that it's made in the BMW factory as well is it made in the BMW factory yeah the one that uh, I think it was the X4s were made in. You hit out. Yeah, they've got all the tooling there. That's hilarious. Um, well, yeah, I'll, I'll, if if I ever go back there after that exam, I, I will. Uh, <laughs> after, after all my dignity is gone, um, uh, I, I will. I will tell. But but she's like she's like okay. What about a what, what about a Porsche Macan? I'm like no, nah, it's a Tiguan in drag. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm like, <laughs> and it, she's, well, she's like, Macans aren't that bad. Macans are all right. Tig one in drag. It's a Tig one in drag, um, and then she's like, "What about a KN?" I'm like, "I'm like a Q Q five in drag." Q seven. Oh yeah, because well, but, she's got all this money. But this this is true. Anyway, so Alan, hurry and become a doctor so you can afford to buy cars like this. Um, and, I, I, and I'm I'm like to her, I'm like, "Do you really need an SUV?" I, 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 she's like, "Look, my kids are kind of growing up now." She's like, "I kind of need a car for me." I'm like. I'm like, well, why don't you buy like a if you want a Porsche, buy a 911 or, or you know or something. Like, have a real midlife crisis crisis car. <laughs> Just say a rock up to the the like the doctor's office in like a GT3 RS. So that'd be hilarious. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, like something around the the 120 or under price range. I'm like, well, there's a lot you can buy for that. Oh, um, yeah. I'm like, you can get an M2, you can get a Supra. She's like, I like the Supra. I saw the Supra. So we, we got talking you about Supra. Buy four Haval H6 for that price. <laughs> Well, I'm convinced. Though, I think to get a to get a either an M2 or a Supra, uh, I'm like I'm like they're they're okay. If you, if you if you, I actually like an M2. I think I think they're quite cool. Um, I don't know about the new styling of the new one, but but I like it. Okay, seeing it in person, I actually like the the new styling of the new one. Yeah, the old one. I'm assuming it might be better in person. Um, I was trying to push it towards like a like a Stinger or something, but what about the 400Z? It's true, but uh, you can get one though. You can't even get one at this point. So I don't think you'd even get one. To, to the original question, um, I feel if you've got a long-standing relationship with your mechanic and they ask you, it's not a bad idea. Um, uh, certain uh, workshops have like even like a social media presence. It's kind of like a I'm part of the in-club thing. Um, or I mentioned the name of the workshop, but yeah, it's somewhere in Craigieburn. But they, they do a lot of their cars are, you know, more, um, we'll call it performance cars or, you know, sports cars and stuff. And Is they this kind the of one that's on the main road? You know it. 
Go full throttle, you could say. <laughs> but yeah, I've yeah. taken a Subaru to that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but if you're if it's like your first time getting your car worked on, especially just a service, and then you do something like uh, put a sticker on, I feel that's a bit, you know, uh, a bit rude. Yeah, you, know, you should you should at the very least ask or just offer the sticker, be like, hey, if you feel like supporting us and you know you come back as a customer, we we would appreciate this if you're okay with it. Well, or just put I- sticker anywhere else. Well, I think Reed from Hagon did the right thing. He, he he put a sticker in the uh, it's not on the passenger seat. Said, "Here you go. Just if you choose to put one on, you can. If not, you enjoy it." Yeah. yeah so okay, there you go. So, was, uh, like, what happened with you, David, is completely unacceptable. Oh, if they, absolutely. Again, if, if they'd sold you the car, that's a different story. Where they you know quickly throw on their little your plate covers. That's one thing. But your that's car right. been there for you know just work done, and they had the audacity to pull off your plates, which obviously had nothing to do with the work being done. No, no, he won't notice this. This would be great. That's right. That's right. He told me, like, that's completely unacceptable. Take the plate covers off afterwards and just kind of like sit them there and get a lighter to them and watch them melt. (laughs) Take a video of it and send it to him. Even better, I sold the car. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't know. Just, yeah. Uh, Um, I'm I'm cool with them giving a sticker if they if they say well, they like put it on your seat and say here you put it on we'll do what you want with it it's up to you or they offer yeah. you or, or they ask you um, actually, yeah to say that we actually put um, stickers oh, yeah but you put on them on everything yeah. yeah as soon as like we put a canopy on the car you get a sticker Every does it go on the canopy though pardon does it go on the canopy yeah in the back. Left yeah, I can, I can go. I can go with that. Because he's like it comes with the product. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 got the actual logo on the right hand side and then they decide to put a sticker on the left hand side and it's like okay fair enough what why not if someone if someone ripped off my original dealer sticker on the back window and replaced it with theirs i'll go fucking mental they would absolutely yeah 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 uh, no, i can no, just no. i can already foresee it Local man goes crazy at dealership. Over sticker. Over sticker. <laughs> yeah. I was, they don't I, peel it off. They just stick it over the top. Uh, well, at least the other one's still underneath. But, you know. Past a certain point, it becomes patina, right? And then it's no longer just a little bit of advertising or, you know, just a sticker. It becomes part of the car, part of the art. And once it's that point, you cannot, yeah, you can't be touching that stuff without oh, that. I, I like a car with an original dealer sticker on the back window. That's that's pretty much the only sticker I sort of like. Is, is Especially that. when the car is older. 80s yeah, luxury. Exactly. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> 80s luxury. luxury, which is on my Tarago, which Matthew designed. And it got a, that got a close-up from the, the Highball Cars and Coffee the other week where I took the Tarago. Someone took a close-up of that sticker. I sent it to Maddie and said, you are, your, your graphic design is famous. It's because it was on the Tarago, let's be honest. It's true. The Tarago is cool. The, the Tarago is yeah, just one The Tarago is 80 luxury, so it, it suits the sticker, you know. All the velours, all the velours. So our opinion is absolutely a no unless you uh, unless you choose to, to accept to put it on. Is that, is that where we're at? Well, unless they ask. Unless they ask nicely, yeah. It's definitely a service sticker on the windscreen. But it yeah. Makes it yeah, fine. I'm good with a service yeah. sticker. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, I... One one thing that I think is quite acceptable is um, I went to one of my older mechanics at the time. I needed some air, air conditioning servicing, like David, um, and he actually had a guy that he would call out for that service. Yeah, that person left their little sticker underneath the bonnet, um, kind of just with a little service sticker that serviced on this date by this yep. company. It's not you know noticeable unless you're actually fine. You know, that's fine. That's yeah, handy. Absolutely fine. It actually helps you get in contact with the original person if you do need some help. Yeah, so, that sort of thing I think is quite fine. Cool. 
If you change your timing belt and it's got a it's got a gate sticker under the bonnet saying when the timing belt was changed, very handy because no one ever seems to know when the bloody thing was done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when was your timing belt? Oh, I don't know. So it was true, I swear. You know, very handy for that. <laughs> I'm good with that. What deal are do you see the most of stuck on cars? I was thinking, I was just thinking about then, like Blood Toyota. Yeah, well, that that's Geelong Blood Toyota. I see that quite a bit. I, I, Bayford, Rear Ringwood Mazda, Bayford, Lamont. I see Bayford a lot. And Ridge Hunt, I see a lot of Ridge Hunt. Yeah, Ridge Hunt is just. Used to be on everything. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I see Bayford all the time. It doesn't help that their cars come to us <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, Ridge Hunt. I, I, I always... on one side of the tailgate and, and, and uh, Ranger on the other side. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but getting back to Rich Hunt, I, I always used to think Rex Hunt owned it. Uh, you know, and, uh, and I was. Um, I used to love his show. Uh, Rex Hunt was good. Um, um, that's all, folks. That's all. What car did Rex Hunt put his name to as a limited edition? I know the answer to this. It was a patrol. Uh, I know too. It was a patrol, correct? It was. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that. That, that should be a, should be a quiz question. Which, which we... well, maybe it will be. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. The kettle. The kettle. <laughs> I spent many, many, many hours of my formative years riding my bike around Ridge Hunt's uh, dealership in uh, Nepean Highway. Mm-hmm. I live not that far away, and I used to ride around and spend hours there. I remember going up the day the Commodore was released too, in '78, and standing, just looking in the window, and. Um, there were there were lots of people there, lots of people. It was a big big That's thing. That would have been that would have been so cool to to. to dealership was that. closed, you know, after hours, but it was all lit up inside, and they had about four or five of them in there, wow. including the Hero Firethorn over Firethorn SLE that they had the that Burgundy over Burgundy oh, yeah, SLE. Yeah. That was in all of the advertising and and the like. That was the Hero car. That would have been pretty special. Like that would have been your cool. David? What were, you, what were you thinking standing there? What were your thoughts of this new Commodore? Oh, it was it was like something from outer space, basically. You know, compared to what the the current landscape in '78 was. You know, you had uh, XCs were out, which but looked pretty much the same as XBs and XAs. You know, mm-hmm. no no difference. I mean, um, the Valiant, I think the CM had just come out, uh, so there was a slight difference, but still basically the same shape with a different nose, and then it was. Quite a bit smaller, obviously, than the Kingswood, and that um, that was good and bad, I suppose, for people. Some people didn't like it, but it was it was very European. I mean, the SLE had windscreen wipers on the headlights, for goodness sake. I mean, you know, that was like crazy. It's special. Hmm. Shame the build quality wasn't up to European standards, but um, you know. <laughs> You can't have everything, can you? <laughs> yeah. Um. Last question of this evening is from James Billingsley. Now I've kept the best for last. Um. Uh, I'll read oh. the question. I'll read the question as it, as it, uh, as it is said. I'm not sure how to achieve this, but we need a car talk voting system that will bring us to the final conclusion of the best Australian car ever made. It needs to be a fair and balanced. Uh, it needs to be fair and balanced and lead us to the, the logical answer of the AU Falcon. Um. So. <laughs> So, Adrian's walking out. He's done. So he's he's actually walked out of the studio. Basically, 
I think the question is really asking, what do you think is the best Australian-made car ever? And it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. He's going into the other studio. Uh, it doesn't have to. It, uh, it, it doesn't have to be. Um, it doesn't have to be like you know Ford or Holden. It could be a Toyota. It could be a Nissan. Could 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 be you know could be a, a Chrysler. Whatever. What do you think is the best Australian car made and why? Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I'll leave it in your capable hands, gentlemen. The best Australian-made car and why? Anything, Anything but the AU Falcon. Anything but the AU Falcon, says Adrian, as he walks as he walks back in. The old Commodore, because it's got a Japanese motor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Good on well, I, I was just going to say, I mean, you got you can't just say the Commodore was the best thing because some of them were great, some of them were appalling. You know, like so. Same with the Falcons. You know, some of them were fantastic, and some of them were just dreadful, fucking mm-hmm. sort of rubbish. I'd have to say best car ever made, probably the XB, the coupe. It's the most like well known. It's a good looking well, car. Nah. It's a good looking car, but That's I don't think it's the best car. one. Nah. What what do you base that on? Oh well, everybody knows what an XB coupe is because of Mad Max. But also <laughs> just the styling of it. It's just stunning, stunning car. Yeah, I'm stunned by it. <laughs> 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 that rear quarter is just like the biggest piece of metal you can actually. They're so fat. They're on wheels. So they need to go on a diet. Those cars. They're just bloated. <laughs> no, they look so good. They're all celiac. They're allergic to gluten, and they've all blown. <laughs> they are a beautiful car. A lot better if than lost, you. If it lost about 180 kilo and became a real svelte Mustang type taut body. Maybe then. Nah, Didn't it's, they win it's the, the touring car championship quite a few years. Uh, it's the XY GTHO Phase Three. No, that no, one. No, no. Not only was it the car. fastest car in the world at the time, fastest passenger car in the world at the time. Awesome at racing. It did everything. The, the iconic um, article written mm-hmm. about it, where it was taken and driven. Great article to read. It was, um, it was they, they they clocked it on the freeway, didn't they? On the Hume. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it got there nice and easy on that. So that it's is pretty, it's a pretty good contender, isn't it, Scotty? Then yeah, it's the one that just shows what Australia could do. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, got, the, it's got the pedigree. We were up it's got there. The... We're right at the top. It was great. Yeah. Mm. And then we made the XB and just crumbled. <laughs> <laughs> There's some funny words. XY is just too overdone these days. Everybody thinks that they've got a $100,000 car because they've got a mock-up GT. <laughs> I'm not talking about that, just when it first came out. In terms of pedigree, I think that car, is probably, out of Australian cars, probably got the most pedigree, you, you could you could prob- probably say. Um, what about you, David? Uh, you, you've obviously seen a lot more than than, than I have in, like, <laughs> going... No, but like, but no, but like growing up with David, a- you're obviously really old. No, <laughs> I, just, I didn't mean it, it like that. Trying to say I didn't mean it like that. I, I meant it like you would have seen him be from new and, and, and the excitement behind it. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, David. I'm not calling you old. I'm not. You see him all rusted out now, don't you, David? You see them all rusted out now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay. You know what? I'm just going to walk myself out at this point. It's a really tricky question. There, there are. A number of answers, I reckon. I mean, if you're talking build quality, you know, and, and and reliability, I mean, it's hard to go. I mean, we did brilliant things with Camrys as boring Camry. as Camry. Yep. I mean, they, they 
um, first hybrid car manufactured in Australia with great success. You know, exports were incredible. There were so many exported to the Middle East as um, was there as well as um, all the other Pacific countries and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, and just bulletproof reliability. I mean, that, they were brilliant. Some of the Commodores were great. I mean, the V, it, it always amused me that the VC, which was the update to the VB, so they came out about 79, late 79 for the 80, 81 year. Um, and they they dulled the steering down a bit because people thought the VB was too sharp in the handling and they weren't used to it. They used to sort of quarter of a turn of slack in the steering. <laughs> uh, so they... they the VB was, you know, quite direct and and handled handled well, and um, so the VC was sort of, in some ways, the ultimate. They sorted out a lot of the bugs of the early cars. Uh, then they just sort of started playing with them, and the design didn't get as pure, and they fiddled around with it, and then plastic bumper bars, and then they just turned a bit rubbish. And there wasn't all the sort of VE that they became, you know, really good cars again, really in my eyes. Mm. Um, Boards, we've had this discussion before. I, I did underestimate them. I haven't had a lot to do with them, but I, I had underestimated them until I drove one. So as far as a car built for Australian conditions um, and longevity and reliability, I mean, just look at all the taxis in Australia for all those years. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't commit to one car, really. Because did they I, ever make Toyotas here? Yeah, I'll tell you. Not um, Corollas, I want to say. No, they no. did. They did. Earlier on, yeah. Oh, very early, yeah. From, yeah, yeah. From the um, from the late sixties, they were assembled here. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. <laughs> but even, even when you look, you know, the Magna was a really unique car. If you're listening, Andrew, hi. Um, <laughs> I was about to say that. It's to take a Japanese car, literally slice it down the middle, and you know, chuck another four and a half inches or something in the middle. I mean, how Aussie is that? Yeah, well, we're going to just make it big. It's got to be bigger. We'll just make, yeah. make it bigger. We'll just cut it in half and we'll just put a bit in, you know. I think if we did a poll and asked people between the GDHO Phase 3 and the original Magna, I wonder what they'd choose. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, but I mean, completely. But I mean, the GTHO Phase 3, I mean, that's one specific model, you know, of of, there are an awful lot of pretty, you know, also ran other options. Mm. They're all worth money now. Um, But even by the time the Magnum got down before the 380, they were great cars. You know, I mean, they'd sorted all the bugs out. They they handled well. They were reliable. They could do astronomical Ks now too. So uh, we we had a great automotive industry. I think we, um, it's a real shame it's gone. We killed it. Real shame. Well, we didn't kill it. The government killed it. (laughs) I think they Corporate kind of a decision, yeah. but it was a squandered opportunity. It was. So. I blame the schools and the councils. <laughs> well, they were stopping us from doing the burnouts. <laughs> I think. I think we just. I think we didn't adapt. Uh, uh, you know, like what we tried to. Territory was an SUV because you know, everyone was going to SUVs, and, and it sold well. And the t- territory, even until it died, sold very well. And yep. and there's a, there's a good case for that being you know, probably one of the best Australian cars because it was well designed and and hundred percent. I mean, there were a lot of knocking, you know, a lot of them had, oh, the front the suspension collapses on those, you know. Well, yeah. And that's a pretty Aussie thing to do, isn't it? You know, Once something happens, goes wrong with something, wow, you know, it's, it's absolute rubbish. Right. So you, you write the whole thing off from one little one little issue. That's right. See, that's the, right. The, the, the issue with those, with those people that, that have that, that's, that say that, they 
a ball joint just doesn't disintegrate like that. It, 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 it does it, on a Falcon. It doesn't. And it's no, they have to knock. <laughs> no, like, but it does. Yeah, but they'll knock first and say, hang on, there's something wrong with the card. Yeah, right. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, it, it, oh, it, it just well. Beggars believe that, oh, oh, yeah, I had a territory. Did you service it? Nah, and, a, and, a, and the front, front, wheel, front, front wheel fell off. I'm like, I'm like yeah, it's because you, you would, how long was it knocking for oh, a while? I'm like it's yeah. it's you know it, it's telling you it's it's a perishable part you can replace it. Hear on Tower of the Barra. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say the the Which one. Is why I blame the EPA for all their restrictions, you know. The, and, the one uh, thing you know, that board did really well. regulations. We just need some big V8 cars, cheap petrol, you know, <laughs> all big turbos, you know, and we'd still be going with this industry. We just didn't want to adapt, and they made us adapt, and we died. <laughs> the one thing that Ford did really well was the territory turbo. Yeah. I, I, I gotta admit, I have a soft spot for them because it's just like it's a soccer mama bill, but it, it, it's got you know, you, you could put like 900 horsepower in the thing quite easy, yeah. And it's like one one flew past me on, on the ring road yesterday, like in, in, in and out of traffic, and this thing was spooling for days. And I said, What the hell? And I, you, you think you think it was a falcon, it was a territory passing me, like I was sitting still. I'm like, oh, Okay, but maybe was, we it, can... was it the folk? Was it the turboed folk? No, he's still in the he's still in the in in uh, Jurop. Um, oh, I'm sure. okay. Yes, so he's he's over there. Oh, but um, <laughs> he's, he's not arresting people. He's getting. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> um, he's going to jail the body. He's like, no, I'm a cop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, well, what what we should do? I mean, we could there could be a whole episode really of like what do we think, and and we can all come up with one car that we think's the the best Australian made car. For, and what we'll do is when's the deduction if you say a you Falcon. It's it's no matter what anyone brings in, the AU Falcons are winning. Yeah, it's true. That was part of the question. Uh, I think it comes down to Camry versus Magna. Ooh, okay. All right. Okay. You know what you should do? Camry versus Magna through the decades. So maybe one decade you might prefer a Camry because of something, and the next decade, well, Magna was better this decade. Okay. Let's. But you should check the answer that the Magna wasn't better. Well, I'll tell you what, next week, what we'll do is we'll do Camry versus um, Magna through the decades. How, how does that sound? And, and we'll, and we'll tr- try and figure out the best one. Okay, and, the, the and the week after that is... Lining up the list of that one, won't they? Oh, oh man, absolutely. <laughs> Camry versus Magna through the decades. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're getting old now. Sleeping pill. It's so funny you'd only be on VHS. We'll have a huge tune in from like Taxi Drivers. Anyone that's like 40 plus, a lot of Indians. You know, <laughs> I think it's going to be a solid turnout for this episode. Let, let me get the Magna group back together and then they'll start for you know, a good hour or so. Really, no, is this what my life's become? Is this what it's? Is this what it's all? We're getting old. Well, it's it's going to be that, okay. And then the week after that, it's going to be we're all going to come up with one car that we think is the best Australian make over, and we're going to and we're going to have a discussion and basically put our points forward, and we can choose at the end. How does that sound? Okay. All right. Just trying to hatch back, actually. Yeah, it's a oh, okay. <laughs> With the hatch hatch, obviously. Hatch, 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 well, yeah. Goes without saying. Yes, just, absolutely. And the original sticker on the rear window. Yes. <laughs> FGF6. FGF6, there you go. Oh, that's a, that's a big call. There you go. Great performance. Hard to beat. But we'll get the discussion next week, I guess. I'll bring in all the figures and everything else. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, Gentlemen, is it time for the quiz? Yes. Quiz quiz. 
Let's go quizzing. Notepad. Let me get my notepad ready. So we're going to have. Uh... Speaking of quiz, there's a correction I need to make for about 400 something episodes ago. <laughs> there... When he was now, listening. Yes. <laughs> While uploading. Did you lose, Alan? I was editing and uh, somebody said, uh, true or false, a supercharger uses exhaust fumes. Uh, sorry, like the exhaust to power itself up. And the person said true, but you said no, that's false. A turbocharger does that. But you forgot to mention that a turbocharger is a type of supercharger. Oh. Uh, so we need to go back, refund yeah. that person's point, you know, <laughs> change the record. <laughs> this is a huge deal. We're all with the truth here at Car Talk. You, you, you heard it here first. Uh, Alan is, is trying to take. Late 2016, somewhere. You know. Thanks, thanks for you correcting me. that. Thank you. You, you. You're doing God's work there, Alan. You're, you're doing. You're doing. You're doing a really good job. Fixing one injustice at a time. <laughs> you never know. The, the show might have, might not have continued after that. After that day. Um, uh, it's the car talk, uh, car, car talk, uh, car quiz. Now I've got my phone facing this way, so no, so Adrian can't see. Um, you you gave me the answers. I still wouldn't get. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's go. Ten questions plus some bonus questions. You know the rules, Scotty. I think we're gonna have to do the quiz next week to to be able to to do your um your yeah. your thing. <clears throat> Remind me. Um, we'll do question one. Each Ford F one fifty sold makes Ford approximately how much profit? Closest to we'll get the chocolates. So oh. each F one fifty sold. Alan. So we're taking Ford like corporate or like the dealer. Ford the corporate, yeah, like like as 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 the, as the company, like as the forty seven hundred dollar dues. Well, American forty seven hundred dollars. Yep. Freedom Eagles. So not the not you're not talking about the Lightning. No, just just the F one fifty regular one fifty. Regular F one fifty. How much does it make? Um, yeah, everyone sold. How much? How much does that that make Ford in profits? Ten thousand. What was that? Ed? Ten thousand. Yeah. Yep. Scott. Okay, Scott. I reckon they make a good killing off at fifteen grand. Fifteen. Seven and a half. Okay. Seven five says David. Six. Six says Tyrone, and Adrian. Twelve. Twelve. Edward, bang on the money. They make ten grand on each one. Oh. <laughs> well done. Money. Well done. Absolutely well done. Um, bonus question. In terms of global profits for Ford. The F-150 equates to how much percent in terms of all profit for the company? 10%. So Tyrone says 10% profits. I think the range is about 99%. <laughs> for Australia, it is, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for 17 and a half. So what, 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 what was that, um, uh, uh, Alan? 17.5. 17.5. 23.5. Tw- global, yeah, global profits. What, what was that, David? 23? 23.5. 0.5? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say the other yeah. way. I'm going to say it's like 80%. 80% says Adrian. Yep. I reckon 4. 4% says Scotty. Yeah, I'm going to go 60%. 60. Incredibly, you're going to laugh at this now. 90% of all profits Ford makes are F 150s. Yeah. Whoa. Adrian's right. In America. It's the most sold car in America. It is. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So they're selling, I guess they're making much less profit on the rest of the cars, I imagine, then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Per, per unit sold. You've got to think about it. The F 150, it was something like 
one sold like every 10 seconds or something yeah, like it that. It is, yeah. It's actually it's it's it's, it's I think it's still the biggest sold, most sold car in the world currently. Yeah. I think I think uh, it, and it's just and it's predominantly sold in North America, which is just, just blows your mind. Yeah, because America. Question two. The Volkswagen Golf R is celebrating what with its limited edition? Alan. Alan. It's his 20th anniversary. 20th anniversary, absolutely, Alan. 20th anniversary. It's it's the 20th 20th anniversary. Bonus question. How many will be sold in Australia? Alan. Alan. 50. 50 is correct. What well on, Alan? That's <laughs> Alan, impressive. I'm concerned that you know so much about Volkswagen. I just trying to buy one. What's oh, going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. It's um, very concerning. Score check, gentlemen. Uh, Ed and Adrian on one apiece. Alan on two. Question three. What do a Mercedes R129 SL500, Holden Monaro CV8, and a BMW E39 540i have all have in common? Adrian. Adrian. Is it the size of the engine? Oh, no. Ed. Uh, Scott got in there next. They're all V8s. They're all V8s. Absolutely, Scotty. Well done. Hang on, Matt. I was going to say they're all rear-wheel drive. They are all real drive. I'll give you that as well. Also true. Oh, look at that! They, you, you've got, you've got. The, that was the, uh, that was the bonus question. <laughs> well, give me that then. Oh, I did. I just did. It. No, you can't do that. You can't. He's given nobody else an opportunity to have the question. Well, he's answered it. I was like, well, I'm going to say, okay. Well, here we go again. Um, uh, question four: What milestone is Chevrolet celebrating with the Corvette this year? Ed. Ed. Is it the 60th anniversary? Incorrect. David. Oh, David got in there. I'm going to say the 70th. It is the 70th year. Well done. Anniversary of the Corvette. 2023, 70 years of Corvette. Question five. Which tuning company had factory-backed approval from Ford with their Fiesta and Focus models here in Australia and in, and in Europe? Alan. Alan. Montune. Montune is correct. I'll pay that. Yep. Well, um, you could walk in, you could walk into a Ford dealership and say, I want my car upgraded with more power. And they'll be like, yep, we can factory back you a kit. Um, they rip off that little bit that was on the intercooler. They, they, that's, that's, all they, that's all they do. Question six. How many hot versions of Ford's Fiesta did we get in Australia? Ed. Ed. Five. Incorrect. Alan. Alan. Four. Incorrect. David. David. Fiesta, not Focus. Fiesta, that's correct. Yeah. Only after Fiesta here. So, how many hot models did they bring? What do you mean hot models? Like the hot hatch versions. Performance version. Uh, okay. So, what was that, David? Three. Three is correct, my friend. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> Which which one is it, or is that going to be the next question? That is the next question. That's the bonus question. Uh, <laughs> Scott, um, well, well, the question is name them. Um, so if you can give uh, me, see, I can. Is it like half a point? I'll I'll give you a point for each if you can name all all three. Well, we got the ST. That is that can can. But how many STs were there, uh, Scotty? Why do I need? Because <laughs> they they were called. There was a few. <laughs> well, there's. They had the XR4. That's the other one. Yep. That's the one I was thinking of. So I can uh, just yeah, think of... that, that I'll pay that. That they made they had two STs and one XR4. So I'll give you two points because you mentioned oh, two STs. Yeah. They, 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 uh, the two series of ST. 
Question seven. Did they call him anything different or just? No, nope, that, that, that was it. Um, so, question seven. How much does the current Toyota Supra start at in Australian oh. WDs? Alan? We're talking manual or uh, automatic? Uh, just base model price. So uh, at the uh, at the, the like G. One hundred five says Alum that is incorrect, but I'll, I'll give closest to. That is. Why don't you start this year with me? One hundred nine. One hundred nine says uh, says Tyrone. Wait, with, with upgrades or just get on the phone with Toyota? That's it. I'm calling Mister Toyota. I want it to go to Japan. <laughs> just base or with the thing? Let's look it's the, it's the, they start at base Supra in Australia. Bring it up. I checked their website today, and this is what it said, Scott. Yeah, I'll check your website. Uh, 89,990. No. 89,990. Yep. Uh, 99,990 drive away. Adrian. I'm going to say 95. 95K. Uh, and Edward is last to guess. 87. 87. The winner is Adrian. It's at $95,684. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's a very expensive BMW. I was looking at the GTS, damn it. <laughs> yeah, GTS, GTS manual is 105, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you think the GTS that you get over the GT? Uh, you get bigger wheels, more color choices, nicer interior, a mm. few bits and pieces. Did they bring us the one with the G32 yet? I think it is. I don't even, I don't even know. It's a BMW. I've just lost interest. <laughs> um, question eight. For, for one point each, what were the last three model specs... You could order an Orion in, a Toyota Orion in. Ed, Ed got in there first. Oh. All right. You could get an Orion Frasara. That is that is one. Yep. I think you could get an Orion ATX. That is another. Yep. ATX Frasara. Was it a Prodigy? Oh. Incorrect. Yeah, the, the, the Prodigy wasn't one of the last ones you could you could order. Okay. But, so that, that rules you out. Uh, Adrian was in there next. I heard Adrian next. Can I say TRD? No, that's incorrect. They did do a TRD, but that was earlier on. Uh, David was in there after after Edward. Okay, you got Prasara and um, ATX. Tyrone, your dad worked at Twitter. You should know this. Yeah, Tyrone. Yeah. I said Prodigy as well, actually, but so there you go, But I think ATX base, Prodigy was top. I think there's a middle one. No, so, well, well, Prodigy uh, was top, but then they then they stopped it oh. and made Prasara top. Alum. LTX? LTX is incorrect. Uh, uh, so, we've still got Scotty and um, uh, Tyrone. Uh, you can count me out. I think it's the middle one. I just remember the ATX. That's all I remembered. The middle one we're missing. It is the middle one we're missing. No, Tyrone, ATL. you know this. Today, Junior. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. I know the Altara is Camry. It's not... Yeah, that's. Cool. It is the Sportivo. You could have ordered a Sportivo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sportivo had the ugly body kit on. Yeah, yeah. ATX Sportivo and. Oh, I get two points for that, eh? Yeah, I gave you two points, Edward. Yeah, good. Just, just relax, man. <laughs> but you said Prodigy, so you get minus one. Nah, I said Prodigy <laughs> was just like no. yes. All right, so <laughs> score check at question nine. Score check. David two, Adrian two, Edward four, and Scotty and Alam are on three apiece. So still technically anybody's game, unless your name is Tyrone. So hey, question, 
Yeah, yeah. And golf your wig. Yeah, you golf your wig. Unfortunately, I'm not playing golf, sorry. Uh, question nine. Which car company had the slogan, if you can find a better built, better backed car anywhere, then buy it? Ed. Ed. Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi did. Absolutely. Did. Bonus question. For what car in particular did they have that slogan for? Outlander. Incorrect. David. David. Was it the 380? 380 is absolutely correct, David. Yep, well done. Oh, I going for it. So David gets a, another point there. Yeah, and I get my point. You got your point. Okay, you got I'm your point. I'm going to start knocking points off you. <laughs> You're a bit angry today. Yeah, I'm supposed to like give you a bit of a give him, give him a red card. Red card. Oh, red card. Just well, one more from you, and you're out. Hey, <laughs> Ed, you know you don't get anything for this here. Yeah, no, I just get. It's Friday till next week. It's it's it's, it's absolutely absolutely yeah, worked up. <laughs> is that is that ripping off that rear window sticker? That's what set me off. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't even happened. I can foresee Ed just like now, every time he goes to his cars, he's looking around. Where's the sticker? It better it's be so there. <laughs> bonus, bonus question. Who originally said a variation of the quote, if you can find a better built, better back car anywhere, then buy it, to which Dave. Mitsubishi adopted David. David. Oh, now I've got two in mind. What what are the two names you got? And I can tell you if one of them is correct. How does that sound? That's cheating. Yeah, that is cheating. That, that's half a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. That's, yeah. Was Henry Ford? Is that your no. guess? Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, it's in, it wasn't Henry Ford. No, no, no. Okay. So, anybody, I think we've got crickets on this one. Was it Senator John Button? No. <laughs> <laughs> He worked in the automotive industry. Was very, very, very well known. What was the slogan again? Enzo Ferrari. No. If you can find a better, better back car anywhere than I think I know. Now, can I have another guess? You can have a (laughs) guess. Accent. Uh, He's got a. He's got a. I'll tell you what. It's an American accent. How does that sound? Sure. Ken Miles. Ken Miles is incorrect, but you're getting warmer. The Iacocca. Ken Miles. The Iacocca is absolutely correct. Correct, Alan. What on Lee Iacocca? Oh, you hand it over. Yeah. That's cheating. Uh, so, half a point because he, he had the country, the nationality. Yeah. Score check: Alum on four, Edward on five, um, David and Scotty are on three, Alum on, sorry, Adrian on two, Tyrone yet to score. Last question. Question ten: In what decade did Holden become a subsidiary of General Motors? David. David. The forties. Incorrect. Alum. Adrian, go in there next. I remember seeing this recently. Was it was it the sixties? Incorrect. Oh. Alum. I'm going with the fifties. Incorrect. Ed. Oh, Ed. Not Ed. <laughs> what have we had? 40s, 50s, 60s. No, no, you can just take it again. I'm not saying seventies. Incorrect. God. God. It's the thirties, isn't it? Eighties. Oh no! Incorrect. Uh, Tyrone, last chance. Tyrone. Tyrone, it's 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 earlier than you think. The thirties. The thirties is correct. Tyrone's on the board, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, 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 hey. 
It's only taken three weeks. Uh, it was the 1930s. 1931, to be exact. Was the no, like, sport was... Where was the Model T again? Yeah, but... But yeah, the 1931 was the year to be exact. Um, but uh, I, I knew no one was going to get it, or, or someone would get it. It'd be, but oh no, so Ed'd get it, but it'd be he'd get it a year wrong. So I'll, I'll, I'll put a decade. Um, he's always one year. He's off always one year Ed. off for Ed. Um, so score check: Tyrone one, Adrian two. On three apiece is David and Scotty. Second place is on four. Alum and tonight's winner on a grand total of uh, what's that? Five. Uh, no, I think we changed that to four and a half because of his attitude. Four point four point five uh, is Mr. Edward Bundy. Yeah. Well done. He's still one. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You get nothing. You get. <laughs> he gets bragging rights. That's everything. Right. Bragging rights. Everything. There's nothing to brag about. Um, gentlemen, I think that's a podcast. Thank you, Matthew. Well done, um, Matthew. Hopefully. Um, this will be in video format as well. So, Ed, um, I'm hoping you're liking that little blanket of yours. Yeah. So, what do you mean, video format? <laughs> you're on top. You're top of the world, Ed. Are you putting this all over online? Yeah. This is on the YouTube. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm wearing a rug. <laughs> hey, Ed, you know we're recording in progress. Uh, yeah, you look like Jesus. Edward, can, can I just say, you look like a, a Roman god right now. Like, you're looking very hot. Yeah, uh, I know. You, just, just, you look Jesus. like Caesar. Let's get, let's get the knives. Let's get the <laughs> uh, yeah, the even got a hole in it, Ed. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, Scotty Doe's Scotty's golf tips of the week. Uh, on my birthday, I actually got myself a hybrid. I thought Ooh. I'd give these clubs a go. A hybrid club. Have you tried okay. hitting one? <laughs> Pardon? Have you tried hitting one? Yeah, I tried it the same day. Um, when you get it, it's good. When you don't get it, you you want to throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> It's meant to be like more consistent, but I think I'm still a bit more consistent with my three iron. Yeah. What's the range like, Scotty? That's a very high British question, isn't it? Oh, it's pretty good off the tee. Um, I was smacking it off the tee. I was pretty good distance on it compared to some of my other clubs. So it was well worth it for that. But hitting off the ground, I think I still need a bit more practice. I might if, you, if you have it a little bit elevated, it helps you a bit better. Yeah, I think I need to hit it more like an iron and less like a, a wood. Yeah. Hit, it, hit it more like a seven iron or something. I might be able to hit it better. So still Scotty, working on that one. Have you, um, have you named it Prius? <laughs> Prius. <laughs> they named it Camry. Camry, yeah. Camry hybrid. So golf, golf tip would recommend? Yeah, I'd say if you get new clubs, don't go straight out to the golf course and use them. Go to your driving ranges and try and figure it out. Watch some videos. I watched a few with hybrids and most people are saying hit it like an iron. So, But I don't know, am I hitting it like a long iron or am I hitting it like a shorter iron? So I just got to try and find a sweet spot. So I'll, I'll bite, Scotty. What's a hybrid club? <clears throat> um, hybrid club is kind of in between an iron and a wood. So it doesn't have the huge head like a, like a wood has. Yeah. It's uh, a lot more smaller and there's more loft to it too. So it's a lot easier and you can hit it more consistent compared to your longer irons. They're a bit more fatter and beefier, so you can actually hit it further too. Nice. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Ooh. There's a golf tip. I believe Mr. Prince and Mr. Bunting do a lovely podcast, which is coming back very soon. Very soon. Mm, I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. We talk to people about the cars of their lives. 
on Spotify and on YouTube. And we've got someone doing burnouts outside in the, of, of the studio right now. So that's why, that's why Adrian. And then, Adrian's not sitting beside you now. Is that a coincidence? Is that a coincidence? Yeah, or is yeah. someone stolen yeah, it? They just joined in. They joined in rather than stopping it. <laughs> um, uh, so we've had we've had the golf tip. We've had auto retro. Where can they find you guys? Can you find you on YouTube's and all good places? Yeah. Absolutely, Alan, uh, good friend of Rizzy Ross. He is the man to know about when you are uh, talking anything electric, electric cars that is, and just what you know new use, uh, new cars are going for in the uh, market right now. So hit him up at carloop.com.au. That's Rizzy Ross actor. Um, and like and share our Facebook page is Car Talk TRQ. Benny J, if you missed any of previous episodes, they're all up on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting up. So if you can subscribe, rate and review to us there. Check out our merch, go to our Teespring store, go to teespring.com and type in Car Talk store to support the show there or become a patron to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Car Talk podcast and support the show there. And subscribe to our YouTube channel now. The previous catalog is slowly being uploaded as we speak. Yeah. So, um, so we've made a, we've, uh, we, we're going to try to have a bit more of a YouTube presence. We're going to do some car drives and discussions and, and things like that. So we're going to really try and push forward for some more presence in the, uh, in the, in the space. Gentlemen, love your work as always. And prepare those Magna things for next week and, and Camrys for <laughs> riveting stuff. The next riveting episode, yep. Um, I mean, I find it riveting, so. Hard-hitting, hard-hitting automotive journalism, you know. Absolutely. It's going to be an extra long episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Uh, much appreciated. I just want to say, just b- b- before we go, I just want to say how much I appreciate you guys coming on every, each and every week. And it's, um, it's, it's. Uh, I know it's time out of, out of your way. And I don't thank you guys enough. So I just want to sincerely thank you guys um, and Alan for all your help with the video stuff at the moment and everything um, for just, yeah, j- j- just being great humans and and being part of this journey with me. So I, I really, I really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you very much. Not a problem at all. I enjoy it. It's fun sometimes. I, I, I hope sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> fun I, when you win the quiz. When you win the quiz and, and when you don't have your stickers ripped off. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next time. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.